Hello everyone, I'm Jack Wilson and this is You Think? These are very troubled times that we're in right now. And uh, it caused people to shake and to fear and to be uncertain. And uh, right now I want to speak to real Christians. Real Christians who believe that God is in control. There's a couple of verses I'd like to give you. One is Luke chapter 12 verse 51 uh, I can't see so good so bear with me the verse says suppose ye that I am come to give peace in other words do you think that I came here to give peace on earth I tell you nay but rather division so we are a divided world right here the the Christ did not bring peace on earth. We're here uh, as far as uh, the world is concerned. And when he says that, he says he brought division. What is the division that's in the world today? Whether you're Republican or Democrat? No. Whether you're black or white? No. Uh, what's the real division in the world today? And I'll tell you what it is. It's do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Or do you scoff at such a thing? Pure and simple. Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? It's us against them. There is no difference. People say, oh, we should all learn to get along. We can't get along. We have division. Christ caused that division when he came here and offered salvation to the world. And only some would accept it. Yeah, we're in the middle of division right now. And so we don't have to be uh, uh, going along with anybody. Now, I'm not saying we can't be friendly, can't show ourselves neighborly and show ourselves Christian-like. But we don't have to go along with the garbage that's going out there. Now, here's another one. John 14:22. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give it thy unto you but let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid well I don't understand that you know if you're shivering in your boots uh, you got to think to yourself what is your relationship to Jesus Christ now <clears throat> I'm not saying if you're scared you're not related to Jesus Christ no, that's not what I'm saying at all what I'm saying is the closer you get to Christ, the less you are going to fear. Let me give you an example. When I was a little kid, uh, I had a quarter. And I played with that quarter all the time. Uh, flip it up and down and everything. And one day my father noticed I didn't have the quarter. And he says, what happened to your, your coin? And I said, uh, oh, uh, a kid at school borrowed it. He needed some money. Oh? So lunchtime that day, my father said, let's go down to the school. You're going to get your quarterback. So we went down, and he stood by a tree where nobody could see him. And I went up to the kid, and the kid's about a head taller than me. And I said, okay, where's my quarter? I was very brave. He said, You'll get the quarter when I'm ready to give it to you. 
pow, I popped him in his head. Now, I'm not saying that's the Christian thing to do or anything like that, so I don't want to hear all these letters coming in about how unchristian I am. Uh, matter of fact, I wasn't even saved at the time. But uh, popped him in the head. He reached in his pocket, he gave me the coin, said, Here, here. And the reason why I wasn't afraid of this big giant of a guy is because I knew my father was there and my father would protect me. Read this verse again. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Do you have peace? Do you have peace? God gave it to you. Jesus Christ gave it to you. Now, what are you focusing on? If you're focusing on the troubles of today, then you're not focusing on Jesus Christ. Now, does that mean that you should not get all mad about uh, them trying to steal the election or or not get behind Trump or, or any of those things? No, 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 no. We're fighters. We're here to fight for God, work for God, do what God wants us to do, and be the best we can do at it. But it's not to be afraid. There's the difference. Should we or should we not go to war? We should go to war, but we should not be afraid. Now, that, that's, that's the concern uh, we should have. You might say, gee, if I go to war, I could die. Yeah, that's true. You could die. Uh, God did not say that he will save you from death. But the truth of the matter is, he will save you through death. He will make you at peace. There was a story one time about uh, oh, two missionaries. I guess there were two missionaries. And there was an older man. He's been around for a while. And a younger guy. He was like a novice in this whole thing. And they were put in jail. And they were going to be burned at the stake the next day. And the younger one was nervous, shaking in his boots a little bit. And, and he said to the old man, you know, my biggest fear is, will there be pain in death? Will there be pain in death? Well, the old man said to him, I'll tell you what, they're going to take me first. If you see my hand go up, pointing towards the sky, while the flames engulf me, you'll know there's no pain in your death. And so the next day came, they tied the old man to the stake, and the flames went up around him. And all you could do is see the old man smile and put his hand up towards the heavens and point towards our God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Is there pain in death? So, what is the, the, uh, the reasoning about this? The outcome of the battle cannot be thought on as a loss. The outcome of the battle should be not thought of as a loss. Uh, that man who died, oh, who knows how many times that story's been told. How many people have been strengthened by his, by his, uh, by his determination and by his uh, uh, closeness to God. And that's it. When you get close to God, things change. Perspectives change. Everything changes. Everything gets so easy. First uh, Corinthians 1, 5, 55 says, O death, 
Where is thy sting? I mean, where does it hurt? Oh, grace, grave, where is thy victory? It can't beat us. The death cannot beat us. There's no victory. Uh, 1356 says, The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks to be to God, which giveth us the, what? Victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. The work that we do in the Lord should be done with all our heart, with all our might, with all our love, with all our uh, allegiance to God. And we should fear not. Look at Abraham. Abraham was about to sacrifice his son. <laughs> to me, there's got to be nothing more scarier than that. And yet, he told his workers to, to help his those servants. He said, the boy and I will go up the hill to worship and we will return. We will return. Abraham knew that God had promised him that the seed, uh, his seed, would multiply over to millions and millions through his son, Isaac. And so knowing that, he said, we're going to come back. Now, did he know how? No, I don't think he had a plan. He had that knife in his hand, and he was about to kill that boy. And the angel of the Lord. And who was the angel of the Lord? Jesus Christ. Because nobody has the power uh, to, to uh, forgive. And Jesus said to him, Now I know you're not afraid to withhold your son, your only son, listen here, from me. If that was an angel, he wouldn't have said from me. He would have said from God. So that was Jesus Christ. And whatever you see in the Bible, the angel of the Lord, that's Jesus Christ. He was there for Gideon. He was there for Hagar. Uh, he's there many times in the Bible. He was also in the burning bush. When Paul was on the ship being taken prisoner to, uh, to Rome, and there was a great storm, and the, the ship was breaking up, and a whole lot of chaos going on, God spoke to him, and he said, Fear not, Paul. For you still need to go to Rome to testify. Now, Paul was going to be killed. Uh, I, I imagine he was, uh, maybe he had his head cut off or, or hung or whatever it was. He was going to be killed. But as we, we just learned in the, the idea of the missionary, there is no fear. It says, death, where is thy sting? There is no sting. So Paul said... He's talking to the God of the universe. Not his friends, not public opinion, not the fake media. He's talking to his God, and his God said, fear not. We can read in the Bible many, many places where it says, fear not. You know, most of the word, whenever the angel of the Lord or Jesus Christ approached somebody, he said, fear not. Why? Because when you're dealing with God, there should be no fear, because Love casteth out all fear. And so if you love God, you should have no fear. 
And the more you love God, the less fear you should have. Again, I'm not saying that you won't have any fear at all. All right? But the closer you get to God, the more your mind is acclimated to saying... Do you remember uh, uh, Mr. Spock in Star Trek? Everything he said was, uh, was not emotional. It was rational. It was logical. And so when, when you get close to God... I'm not saying you won't be emotional, but your logic will kick in. The logical mind that God has given you to use. And logic will say, what can they do to me? They can't hurt me. God won't let me be in pain. God will, God will, take, me, God will take me clearly. All right? Or if, if, even if you are in some pain, that pain won't over. There is no temptation taken to man. Wow, God won't let them overtake me. God won't let me lose this battle. And so I go into the battle with my head held high, ready to fight the enemy. God says, fear not, I am with thee. Wow, that blows me away. Fear not, I am with thee. Just like my father behind the tree. Fear not, I am with thee. God don't stand behind the tree. God don't have to hide his presence. He's right there with you. And maybe the opposition cannot see God. But you know he's there. And that's all you need to know. Is that God is there right by your side. Ready to protect you. What are you going to do with your life? You're going to live as a coward. Or you're going to live as a soldier of God. Go out and tell the world. Jesus loves them. And wants them to be saved. Are you ever afraid of telling somebody. About the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are you a Christian. Who's afraid to tell somebody, well, even worse, embarrassed to tell somebody that you love Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The, the, the God who died for you, the God who became a man, the God who's number one in all the universe, comes down to become a man, to die, to pay for your sins. Are you ashamed to tell somebody about that? Why? Is that person's opinion worth so much more? than your relationship with Jesus Christ? I hope not. I hope not. And I hope that you will, and I'm not saying run out and start screaming Jesus saves. All right? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the Holy Spirit will put it in your heart to talk to somebody. When he does that, do not refuse. Even if it looks like a murderer and he puts it in your heart. He's a big Hell's Angels guy. And you say, I can't talk to him, he'll kill me. Don't you be confused. God is bigger than him. Okay? So if he puts it in, in your heart to tell him, you go ahead and tell him what peace you'll have after you do that. It's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. Of course, I would be remiss if I didn't talk a little bit about this uh, cheating on the election and how you fit in here. We have to stop evil wherever we can, all right? And uh, if you know something about the election, even if your friend got six ballots or something, you need to call up and report it. Don't say they don't they have enough. They need to be overwhelmed with evidence, okay? If there's anything you can do, if you can support the candidates in Georgia that are running for uh, Senate, if we lose that, we lose the, we lose the, uh, we lose the Senate, 
and then we lose our power to uh, to say anything. And let me tell you something. You, you, you who sit back, you who say you're a Christian and sit back and said, if it's God's will, don't tell me that. It's not about God's will. God wishes for all to be saved, yet not everybody's saved. It's about God wanting us to work with him and to serve him in that capacity. That's God's will. When he sees us working for him, then he will bless that work. But if we sit back and say God's will, the whole thing will fall apart. Believe me when I tell you that. You must decide if you're a Christian or a, uh, a retired Christian. A retired Christian is somebody who's Christian in name only. How would you say? Sino. <laughs> it's like uh, rhino, only uh, it's with a C. Sino. Don't be a Christian in name only. Don't be a make-believe Christian. Don't be a lazy Christian. Be a Christian who's on fire for the Lord and wants to change the world. You may not change the world, but in your heart, you will have a beautiful heart for the Lord, and that's what we need. Our hearts change for the Lord. Forget about the outside world. We're going to win with Christ. Amen. If you got something to say about this program, uh, email me at 7101 at USA.net, 7101 at USA.net. And I let the peace and, and power of God overwhelm you and make you the soldier that he wants you to be. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. See you next time.